reasons I fought before, and I say like 2016, 2015, like I was fighting for money, for fame, for the excitement of the luxury, the glory, you know, and all that stuff. And that stuff's, you know, now I could actually, you know, I could care less about any of that. And now it's just for me, it's just like about legacy. It's about going out there and competing with the best. It's about leaving my mark on the sport. It's about showing some kid somewhere that doesn't have a dollar to his name that's wearing, you know, shoes shoes that are three size too small, that, that you can make something of yourself, even if you're given the shittiest hand. So, you know, for me, I guess mentally adapting to and understanding, like, why am I doing this? Finding a reason, finding that purpose was the biggest change for me. And, and understanding that this is not about anything other than, like, why are you doing this? What's your reason to get up every single day when you're sore, when you're tired, when you, you know, when something hurts? And why are you here? Why are we doing this? Repeated, eat, sleep, repeat, you know? And when you find that reason, I feel like it just makes you uh, so much tougher of a, of a person, so much tougher of an opponent. And in life, man, it just makes you that much more uh, locked in and focused on the goal, man. Hey, guys, today I want to tell you about an exciting app called Tiki that allows you to take back control of your data. Yes, they are the sponsor of today's show, and this is an amazing app. Look, did you know that companies made $382 billion, let me repeat that, billion dollars from your data last year? This app called Tiki allows you to choose what data you share with companies and how you can monetize it. You just link your accounts in the app and you get paid out. Tiki is completely free to use and is available worldwide so you can start earning from anywhere. Tiki is launching very soon and they have limited spots available for people to join. So make sure you go sign up today. Once you sign up, you'll be sent a link to download the app and start using it. They're going super fast and we'll be having weekly releases and adding new features as we speak. More than 30,000 people signed up, so make sure to join early. The link is also in the podcast description. You do not want to miss out on this. Lorenzo, you're a professional MMA fighter, pro boxer, bare-knuckle fighter with 15 first-round knockouts. Thank you so much for your time, man. I appreciate it. Going on, man. Thank you for having me. Do you like to start my shows off by going back a bit? Like, where did you grow up? What was childhood like for you? Uh, childhood was uh, was absolute shit. Okay. <laughs> um, but <laughs> it's uh, I was born in Hawaii, man. Uh, I was raised out there, uh, down in Waianae. I was born in Oahu. Um, yeah, childhood was really rough, man. You know, did every uh, wrong thing you possibly could do as a kid growing up, and. Uh, made every mistake you possibly could. You know, I was always thank God for sports and, uh, you know, being athletic and, and by the grace of God that I uh, was able to even, you know, make something into uh, definitely nothing. Yeah. Man, uh, I mean, you're a big dude now. Were you always into lifting and getting big and stuff? You know what's funny? So I don't even lift weights, man. Like, okay. I, I used to lift weights all the time, like when I was playing football and, and I was really heavy. I was like, you know, obviously I would get up to like 300. Uh, right now, I'm weighing like 252. You know, obviously, uh, I feel better than I've ever felt in my entire life. I don't lift any weights or anything. Come on. Um, mostly, yeah, I mean, it's all functional movement training, you know, kickboxing, wrestling, jiu-jitsu. Um, and everyone's always asking, you know, I eat right now. Like, even this time last year, man, I was like 290 pounds. I was super fat, super chubby. Okay. Um, you know, and it, but obviously, you know, to, to get ready to compete for where we're, we're headed to, you know, like the UFC and the big show like that, man, you know, you got to be tip top shape you're, you know your engine has to be ready to go at all times so um you know for me it's just about uh feeding myself right you know doing all the right things keeping myself extremely functionally 
ready to go and, and move. You know, movement is, is huge, especially at heavyweight, man. There's not too many heavyweights that can move the way I move. So right. I, it's something I want to keep. You know, I like to keep that athleticism, that that movement that I'm able to do. And I feel like that gives me a huge advantage in fights. Yeah, absolutely, man. And like I mentioned, you fought in MMA, you've done boxing, you've done bare knuckle. Is there a favorite of those that you like or, or and will you continue to do all three or are you going to laser in on one going forward throughout nah, your career? Man. So I've kind of lasered in on MMA now completely okay. 100%. I, you know, I fought my last bare knuckle fight, I think that was uh, December. Um, and that was that for me, you know, that boxing and that bare knuckle, all that was, I put that to the wayside. I just wanted to really focus. Uh, for me, you know, it was just about getting to the UFC, man, you know, so. Yeah um that's my only goal lasered in on that super focused that's you know eight to ten hours a day of just training this and, and that's all i do man it's i just if i'm not fighting or training i'm watching some, you know fights or i'm looking at videos and this is it for me man you know? yeah i love it man but with 15 first round knockouts you're obviously the guy who hits hard but who is someone that has hit you the hardest and you're just like man that guy just rocked me um say uh Vitor Belfort hits extremely hard okay yeah Vitor Belfort hits extremely hard um Anthony Rumble Johnson hits super hard for sure um you know I would say those two dudes uh definitely hit extremely hard okay um oh Rico Verhoeven like man we had some some yeah Rico Verhoeven but it's not so much punches to him it's his kicks man his kicks are uh insane so Gotcha. Those would be like the top three. I say like the hardest I've ever been hit. Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, man, you know, yeah. So that's definitely. I mean, you know, you got to be able to dish it, and take it at the same time. So. Yep, absolutely, man. You talk on your Instagram about kind of being mentally tough. Like, what's the key to being mentally tough, and what things do you do to to better yourself and your mindset, man? Man, you know, so mental stability in the fight game, in life in general, is is underrated. Yeah, you know, I think. Um, the only few times in my career I've ever felt defeat, you know, it was a lot of mental lapses. You know, I, I, I go back now and I think about, you know, you know, the facade that sometimes we put on um, and be as being mentally strong. And then <clears throat> you're really not, you know, and you really don't know that you're not until that moment hits you. And then, you, you know, you sit there and you're honest with yourself and you're like, wow, you know, like mentally I gave up, you know, or I quit or I, you know, I knew I had more, but. I just cowered out, you know, and that's a lot of, you know, a lot of that is just mental conditioning. You know, you got to, you know, I think training your mind and training your body is just as important. You know, yep. you can't just skip out on that. You can't just be as physically gifted as a human being as possible and never train your mind because there's going to come a time where your physical abilities isn't going to be enough. And when that happens, you know, you got to be ready to go mentally. You know, you got to be willing to, <clears throat> you know, like, I guess the mindset now is for me is I'm willing to die for this. You know, like I'm willing to die in the cage now to win a fight. As it was before, it was like, uh, you know, I want it. I want, you know, and, and the reasons I fought before, and I say like 2016, 2015, like I was fighting for money, for fame, for the excitement of the luxury, the glory, you know, and all that stuff. And that stuff's, you know, now I could actually, you know, I could care less about any of that. And now it's just for me, it's just like about legacy. It's about going out there and competing with the best. It's about, leaving my mark on the sport it's about showing some kid somewhere that doesn't have a dollar to his name that's wearing you know shoes shoes that are three size too small that that you can make something of yourself even if you're given the shittiest hand so 
you know, for me, I guess mentally adapting to and understanding like, why am I doing this? Finding a reason, finding that purpose was the biggest change for me. And, and understanding that this is not about anything other than like, why are you doing this? What's your reason to get up every single day when you're sore, when you're tired, when you, you know, when something hurts and why are you here? Why are we doing this? Repeated, eat, sleep, repeat, you know? And when you find that reason, I feel like it just makes you uh, so much tougher of a, of a person, so much tougher of an opponent. Uh, in life, man, it just makes you that much more uh, locked in and focused on the goal, man. Man, that's so good, dude. I was getting chills, man. That was awesome, yeah. dude. That was so good, dude. Yeah. My other podcast is the Eric Allen Show, and I talk with entrepreneurs, world changers, and success-minded people, man, and and talk with, like, guys like Ed Milet and, you know, Bedros Cooling and Bradley and all these guys. Yeah. And, um, man, they, it, I love – I'm so much into, like, mindset, man, and entrepreneurship, man. And, and you were just speaking my language, man. That was awesome, yeah, dude. Yeah, it's, 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 it's facts, man. It's, it's real facts. I, you know, I always say, you know, and, and no offense to obviously anybody, you know, but I just say, like, the old me was a mental midget. Mm. My, you know, I was just, I was completely, you know, I was so small in the mental game that I had. Now, man, like, you know, my mind and my body have caught up to each other and that makes me a dangerous man. Yep. Yeah. Come on, man. What's the backstage ritual for you? How are you feeling before you walk out to that cage, man? You ever get scared? Um, Scared? No. Nervous as hell? Yeah. Man. Okay. You know, because... I feel like in MMA, there's so much, especially at this level where I'm at, there's so much riding on every single fight, man. Yeah. You know, like, you know, you feel like you're one fight away from the UFC and then, like, you take a loss and now you're, you're three, four fights behind. You know, yep. like, you, you, you know, like, it's, and you have, you're so close. You've given so much and every fight requires, you know, and that's why I say now, like, I'm, I gotta, I'm willing to die for this, man, because, like, I'm so yeah. close that, you know, like, I can taste it, you know, like, and so for me, it's like, I can see the UFC right here. And it's like, okay, I know I need to get there. So every fight that like I'm in, it's like, oh boy, you know, this is, you know, like going in the backstage ritual, like I'm, I'm walking around breathing deep breaths, you know, I'm out of breath for no reason. You know, I'm just like, my coaches are sitting there like, hey, listen, focus in, you're going to be fine. You know, and then my music hits. And then it's just that demeanor of like, okay, like I know why I'm here. I'm making this walk, you know, my future for my legacy so yeah. go get go show the people you know what it is the mark you're trying to leave behind when it's all said and done man so good dude are, do you use the same walkout music every time or do you change it up you know it's funny so my whole career in combat sports uh from kickboxing to boxing to bare knuckle i always came out to many men by 50 cent okay and, um and it's kind of like uh it's kind of like me against the world type song you know and it's kind of like one of those and uh just recently in my last MMA fight, I was talking to my coaches and everybody. I was like, you know, that, that part of me, that hatred, that, that me against the world mentality, I don't have it anymore. You know, I no longer carry that with me. So uh, I came out to a song, Legendary. Um, you know, and it's just like, it was, it was just a different change of pace, man. Like, everything was so different. Everything in my life now is just so different in the fight game and just in life. So... Yeah. You know, like I no longer carry that chip on my shoulder that, you know, now it's just about like, you know, I'm doing this for all the right reasons. So it's like just a fun experience now. Love it, dude. Hey guys, today I want to tell you about an exciting app called Tiki that allows you to take back control of your data. Yes, they are the sponsor of today's show. And this is an amazing app. Look, did you know that companies made $382 billion, let me repeat that, billion dollars from your data last year? 
This app called Tiki allows you to choose what data you share with companies and how you can monetize it. You just link your accounts in the app and you get paid out. Tiki is completely free to use and is available worldwide so you can start earning from anywhere. Tiki is launching very soon and they have limited spots available for people to join. So make sure you go sign up today. Once you sign up, you'll be sent a link to download the app and start using it. They're going super fast and we'll be having weekly releases and adding new features as we speak. More than 30,000 people signed up, so make sure to join early. The link is also in the podcast description. You do not want to miss out on this. What's your favorite part about being a fighter, man? Man, it's, you know, like, it's truth, man. It's the truth. Yeah. You know, there's nothing more true than, you know, all the work, all the hours, all the preparation, all the, the mental games that, that fighting plays with you. And then going out there and figuring out, like, okay, like, who, what's more real than two people going at it in the truest form of combat, you know? And, and you know, it's the truth serum, man. You know, you find out a lot about yourself. You know, like, I have tatted on my chest, adversity introduces a man to himself. You find out a lot about yourself when adversity hits. Yeah. Because you know? obviously we expect things to happen in life and we expect them to happen a certain way and then they don't happen that way. And then all of a sudden you see how, people run or power to get flustered or, you know, people go into hiding and it's just like, you know, or you sit there, you face the adversity, overcome it. And it's the best feeling of your entire life. Yeah. Man. So you are fighting actually today when this show drops April 2nd at Valor fighting challenge 80. Last I saw you were fighting Jake Zog or did that change? Uh, yeah, I think we're fighting Jacoby Zog or for okay. something like that. I, I mean, um, I don't even, Honestly, man, we don't even really care. We don't even worry about too much about the opponents. Um, yeah. We just we just tell, like, the promotions. We say, like, we're in. We'll sign for whoever it is. You know, uh, whoever you find, we'll say yes. You know, it doesn't matter. If he's 100 and 0 or whatever the case may be, we don't really care. You know, at this point in time in my career, like I said, it's about going out there and getting to the UFC. So every opponent I face, everybody create, you know, whether somebody's 0 and 100 or 100 and 0, they all have their own challenges, you know, so. Yep. I respect, you know, you've got to respect everybody and you got to treat everybody as the most dangerous person in the world. And, you know, and train that way. And that way you don't teach yourself out of any training days. Absolutely, man. Where can fans follow you and connect with you online? Like Instagram, a favorite place for you, or where is that? Where's the best spot for you? Yeah. So Instagram, it's uh, the real dream killer. Um, on Facebook, it's Lorenzo Hood. I think I might be maxed out on friends, but okay. <laughs> I, I, I do live videos at least once or twice a week on Facebook, you know, for people that message me and ask me questions, and, you know, or people that are just going through a hard time and, you know, like all the time I try to go on there at least once a week and do a live and answer at least, you know, 10 to 15 questions that people may have had or, you know, just talk about my own life experiences or growing up and just in general, you know, things that I feel like, um, People, you know, as athletes sometimes, as guys get to, you know, start to get that star power behind them, I feel like they, you know, they forget about, you know, telling people about, that, you know, the failures and the things that happen. You know, everyone only sees the success, you know, but there's so many failures that go into being successful that I feel like people leave that out of every success story. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not until you see that, like, the movie that comes out, you see all of it, you know, but it's like, hey, not, not everything's the Hollywood story. Not everything. Sometimes you got to fail. You know, I tell people all the time, and, you know, one of the things I hate people say is they say failure is not an option, you know? And for me, it's not a true thing because failure is actually the most readily available option in the world. Yep. You know, it's easy to fail because there's no consequence behind it. It's easy. Most people expect you to fail at things. You know, it's, it's succeeding in which comes the great expectation. Succeeding comes the hard work. Succeeding becomes, you know, that's the hard part, you know? So I try to, try to give back to the fans just a little bit of, 
my mentality and, and, you know, a lot of my failures, you know, and some people that, hey, listen, like, a kid like me shouldn't be here, but through hard work and, you know, just the grace of God and dedication, like, here I am now sharing, you know, I'm on the mountaintop overlooking my dreams, you know? Yeah. Man, so good. Lorenzo, I also wanted to give you an opportunity to give a shout out to coaches, teammates, sponsors, anything like that, man. The camera's all yours, bro. Yeah, man. So uh, I want to say a big shout out to uh, my head coach, Paul Rhino Reinhardt, my, my other coach, my other head coach, Roberto Ramirez, Chicago Fight Team, uh, UFC Gym Orland, um, all my training partners, uh, Hector, Alex, Big Red, um, dude, uh, Bilal Muhammad. Lewis Taylor, Horacio, um, Max Perez, uh, Gabe, uh, man, you know, if I'm forgetting somebody, you know, I apologize. My management team, DreamX Management, Joey David, uh, Peter Johannes, Daryl LaShawn, um, man, my sponsorships, oh my God, uh, Bare Knuckle Freak, uh, let's see, 1252 Sports Management, um, uh, Valerine's Hype, Excuse my language. Um, trying to think. Uh, 86ers brand, man. Um, Jim Shark. I know I'm forgetting Sanibel. Oh boy, RBCA Rubica. You know. Um, and I'm sure I'm forgetting some people. Oh, Contenders Clothing. Um, you know, if I if I forgot about you, I apologize. Uh, but yeah, man. I big shout out to all these people. Nice. Um, you know, we're at it every single day. You know, these people have stuck with me and been with me and. Um, like we're, you know, obviously we're on the cusp of something great. You know, we got big news, super, super big news in the pocket. You know, I can't say anything, but super, 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 super huge news, you know, on the way, man. So, um, you know, I, I appreciate people like you, you know, having me on and let me share my story. And, you know, I appreciate uh, all the hard work that you guys do. I know how hard it is to, uh, you know, do what you guys do as well as what we're doing, you know? Man, that's so good, dude. I like to finish my show with some fun questions here real quick. I've got these things called pod decks. Such are just random questions, man. I'm pulling out here. <laughs> Let's see what Go happens. Let's see what happens. <laughs> Who is your favorite hero of fiction? Hero of fiction. Uh, Venom. Nice. Nice. Yeah, Actually, for sure. Yeah, got him, got him tattooed on my leg, man. He's an anti-hero, you know, kind of like the story of my life. I feel like yeah. never too good, never too bad. Come on. If you had to teach a class on anything, what would it be? Teach a class on anything, uh, martial arts related or just in life related? Anything, man. Yeah, it could be martial arts man, or life. It would, it, would, it would be uh, learning how to pick yourself up from, 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 from rock bottom. Yeah, buddy. Love it, dude. And I'm a music guy, so I love to ask the question, like, what's a favorite band for you? Or do you have a favorite type of music you like to listen to? Man, I'm a huge country guy, man. No one ever okay. expects that from me, but I love all types of country music, man. Uh, like, huge, huge country guy. I play the guitar and everything, you know, kind of weird like that. Come on, man. Dude, that was awesome. Like my first country concert, I won through a radio station and got to see Kenny Chesney for my first concert. Oh, wow. Yeah. And there you go. This was like probably, oh man, it's probably been eight years ago now, nine years ago now, but uh, probably one of the best concerts I've ever been to. Dude. Yeah. That's, that's crazy. Yeah. Luke Combs, Kenny Chesney. I mean, so many, Luke Combs, probably one of my favorite artists in the world. Okay. Dan and Che, you know, uh, there's so much, man. I could sit here and go all day with the country. Yeah, yeah, for sure, man. Uh, Lorenzo, such an honor to have you on my show, man. You are an absolute world changer, a beast in the fighting game, man. And I'm excited to see you get number 16 and see yes, in the UFC for sure, man. Thank you for taking the time, it, man. Thank you so much, man. Thank you for having me on. Thank you so much for watching the show today. I appreciate it. If you could, please leave a rating and review on our Apple podcast. The link is down below. 
That helps us get our message out, get the show out, helps us get ranked out there on the Apple Podcast. Also, leave a comment below, man. I'd love to know what part of this show made the most impact on you. I respond to every comment on there. And please share this video, whether you're watching on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, please share it out. We want to make sure that we impact as many people as we can with the guests that come on my show and highlight those guests and what they've got going on and they're changing the world. So thank you so much for the time. So appreciate it. Have an awesome day.